Good day, saints and ain'ts. You are now tuned in to Six God Talk. I'm your host, Jess. Hope you're ready. Let's get it. to sing but I don't want to scare y'all away too soon I had to throw it back one time with that Kirk Franklin and you ain't even got to be a saint to rock to that hello saints and ain'ts welcome to my very first podcast now this has been a journey in itself starting a podcast so I definitely need all the folks turn up with me one time Uh, if you're listening thank you thank you and thank you I appreciate you I'm excited, but this is still a little awkward sitting here by myself talking into a mic, but I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, trying something new, and hopefully it comes out all right. Y'all have to let me know, you know, slide in my DMs correctly and let me know how I did. Uh, So today I'll be talking about a journey I recently took. It was a spiritual journey. Um, It was deaf unexpected and I was not sure, you know, what the journey was about. Um, I'll expand more about the journey in this episode, but... Let's get to the juicy juice and find out if your girl was delivered uh, from one of the greatest things to have graced this earth, and that's women, because we all know God is able. Amen. And I have to assume uh, not everyone knows me and may not know what I identified as, so let's be honest and say I loved my beautiful women, all caps. This isn't the first journey I've taken. I've taken journeys before, but... This journey was just different because God said, I'm going to shake you up a little this time around. And that God did. And I must say, it's my favorite journey so far. All right, saints and ain'ts, it's time to find out where this journey has taken me. So it's time to sit back, chill, sip if you need to. I know I need to, but I'm sipping tea this morning and not that Jack and Coke. Um, I think this is a deaf tea sip episode. Uh, So listen and enjoy. So God just completely shut me down. And I say that because I had a disconnect from people. Well, let's just say women. I had a disconnect from all women. And it definitely wasn't that many because I wasn't out here living that thought, thought lifestyle. Uh, But I had a disconnect from women uh, minus the ones in my circle. I stayed connected to the people I needed to stay connected to throughout my journey. Uh, So I had a disconnect from women. I didn't want to because for what? I didn't feel like there was a need to because not much was going on in my life with them. I also had a disconnect from social media. I wasn't really worried about disconnecting from social media because I've done that plenty of times. And it's always great to take a break. Also, social media turned into a challenge city anyway, so it was good to take a break. Um, I really only cared about disconnecting from women, Uh, just going cold turkey I didn't understand why I had to let women go, but obviously it was needed to take this journey. Um, God calling me to take this journey, so I knew I had to take it because when God calls, you got to answer. If not, God will find a way to get your attention. And at this point in my life, you know, I'm going to answer on the first call. Um, so I did what I had to do. I disconnected from women. And a couple of days into my journey, I asked God, can I really do this? Like legit day two. Um, and that answer came real quick. Like seconds later, the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.17, popped up on my phone. No need to open your Bibles, because I know you ain't got them. 
but confession, I just took my Bible out of storage this year. Hashtag forgiven. So I'll just read it to you again. It's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So I'm like, uh-oh. You know, I had a moment of like, what you talking about, Willis? You know, I know after this journey, I'll become a new person. But in what way? Like, what is this supposed to mean? So, of course, I tell my mom and my sister, Tiana, about the journey, you know, the scripture. And the first thing my sister says, so you not gay no more. Of course, we laugh, but I'm really thinking, no, absolutely not. This journey can't be about my sexuality because I've been down that road before. You know, I've done all the praying I could do because often people have that impression where you can just pray the gay away. And I know from experience, it's not that easy. And I'm like, I love women. So, you know, what is this really about? And I was like, you know, if this is it, you know, can I just get one more kiss from a girl? Or, you know, just one last rodeo. I need to like have my hug goodbye. But I'm not going to freak out just yet. So I'm going to take this journey. And I'm keeping open mind and heart and see what happens. I did a lot of reading during my journey. And one of the first books I read was a book um, one of my close friends told me about uh, called Calling in the One, Seven Weeks to Attract the Love of Your Life by Catherine Woodward Thomas. I'm like, cool, I'll order it, I'll read it. You know, it, it will definitely help me get through these days. I felt like it was a great read because it does focus on you and healing parts of you uh, that maybe you didn't realize needed to be healed. Um, you do different exercises, they have journal entries. You know, it's also preparing you for the one when that person actually comes along. And no, the one doesn't come along after seven weeks. So don't be sitting there waiting for that if you decide to read it. I would recommend the book for sure. It definitely got me through. So as I'm reading this book, of course, it's male dominant like, you know, many other books. It was about like, he will, he is, you will meet him, blah, blah, blah. Like at one point, I was just so fed up with the he that I crossed out the he and put she. So anytime I saw he, I was crossing that bad boy out and putting she, she, she. Like I was serious and... You know, I was like, God, I know you see this. Stop playing. I also gave the book to my cousin when I was finished with it. And I definitely forgot to tell her just to skip over those parts that I crossed out. He so cousin, when you come across, you know, that part of the book, you can cross out she and put he only if you wish. So as the journey continues, I'm spending a lot of time with God, of course, like reading Bible study. Dev had Bible study homework and Lord knows I did not complete. Because homework and I don't get along, but hashtag forgiven. I did a couple of Sunday school um, sessions with my mom. Uh, I did online church services. Just definitely keep myself active in his word. I did spend a lot of time with family and friends. I know for sure they were a big reason I made it through this journey. Like if I didn't have them, I for sure would have just crumbled and went backwards. Probably about four weeks into my journey, I am back to thinking, God is out here trying to send me a man. And I'm, you know, like, why? Like, I don't even know why it came back into my head, but it did. And I know once before I joked about God sending me a rich man that could take care of me so I didn't have to work anymore um, overtime at, you know, one point in my life. At one point I was working like I had a whole ass family to feed and I didn't. It was just me, you know, and I was literally joking, but a little bit serious because, you know, I didn't want to work that much. And I also wasn't dating any women that can save me from working so much. They had a lot of love with a pocket full of pennies, but I really don't need anybody to save me, so I'm good. And I definitely could have asked God to send me a woman that could 
saved me instead of a man, but I didn't. Um, so when they say, be careful what you ask for because you might receive, I really think it's true because uh, the universe works something out uh, one day and boom, this beautiful man appeared in my life. It was very random and it was unexpected, like very unexpected. I went on vacation with a woman I was romantically involved with for one of my birthdays. And usually when I'm with uh, a woman, I usually present myself more on the masculine side. And then, uh, but over time I tapped into more of my feminine side. And so on this trip, I presented myself both as mask and femme. And so the day of my birthday, you know, I chose to be on the femme side. Uh, so my birthday, I get all dressed up. I'm looking cute, cute in my jumpsuit. Um, I have on some wedges because I do not rock heels. Very hard to walk in. I got these big ass hoop earrings. I have never worn hoops that big. And honestly, I didn't even think I could wear them. Uh, but I but I rocked them and it turned out, turned out well. Uh, so on my birthday, we ordered an Uber. And, you know, as we we're walking out of our hotel to our Uber, which we didn't even need because we could have just walked to the restaurant and it was definitely a waste of an Uber ride. So as we're walking to the pickup location, this guy just like damn near jumps out the window of the car he's in and says, oh my God, you are so beautiful. And when I think about his excitement, you know, his face and the excitement that was on it, it kind of reminded me of Eddie Murphy's face in Coming to America, which is his favorite movie, by the way. I was just like, okay, thank you. Like, I wasn't even like thrilled this dude, you know, damn near jumped out the window uh, to tell me I was beautiful because, you know, I was on a mission. And that mission was to get to the restaurant so I can eat and drink. So we take this short ass Uber ride to the restaurant and get out. And when we're walking up to the restaurant, there's this guy standing in the area. And then as we walk up, he was like, hey, I saw you. I was the one that told you you were beautiful. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, you know, thank you. Still just like had one focus. But, you know, I stopped and I talked to him. I told him it was my birthday and how like we're headed to this restaurant. And he was saying, you know, he's getting ready to work out, how his birthday was actually a couple of days before mine. And I was just like, cool. And I invited him to come have a drink with us if he wanted. I'm like, celebrate, why not? Uh, Leo's in the house, so shout out to all my Leos. Still not thinking anything of this guy because obviously I'm there with someone and I had, you know, that mission to get inside the restaurant so I can eat and drink because I was hungry. And like no point during our interaction did I take anything from it. You know, I just thought he was a, like, just a really nice guy. So the girl and I get inside the restaurant. We go up to this little nice area that's looking over the beach to take pics. And I look down and he's working out on the beach, shirt off, you know, in the water, out the water. I mean, it was a good view, but I still wasn't like, you know, damn, like, you know, that's, you know, like I want that. Um, so I'm looking down, he looks up and then we actually just wave at each other. After that, you know, I go about my business and, you know, start to enjoy my birthday dinner. Um, he actually comes into the restaurant. I didn't see him come in, but the waiter brought me a glass of champagne. And I was just thinking it was on the house because it was my birthday. And the waiter goes, it's from that guy back there. I turn around and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, hmm, okay, I see you, I see you. So maybe during this time, a little light went off, but not really because obviously I'm already there with someone. So I'm not really trying to pursue him in that way. Um, I tell him to come over. I thank him and was just like, we should exchange numbers and we could all hang out later if you want it. I'm thinking since we're all together, you know, there's nothing that can really come from the situation. It's just a friendly good time. 
So we all ended up hanging out that night. And my cousin who also came down was able to hang out as well. So thank you, cousin, because it wasn't just us three hanging out. You know, if my cousin wasn't there, I think things would have went differently. And I honestly would have loved to know what was going through the girl's head. But for me, I was just enjoying the moment. I mean, it's my birthday. Um, I would definitely want to know what y'all would have done if y'all were in uh, the booze position. Like, would you have stepped in and said something or would you or would y'all have just gone with the flow? You know, let me know. Uh, the only awkward moment I had uh, was when I ended up taking a picture with him and her. I have this pic where I'm like in the middle looking really awkward. Like, oh my gosh, she's right here. She's right here. Uh, you know, right here. And like my shoulders are up. You know, I was like damn near near my neck. Uh, but after I relaxed, we did get one good pick in. He has his arm around me, and then I have my arm around her, and she had her little booty poking out towards me. For me, I enjoyed the night. I felt like everyone had a good time. Wink, wink. I guess he enjoyed his time because he wanted to hang out again the next day. And there was only one problem. Whew. I didn't have any more girl clothes. So guess what I had to do? I had to borrow a dress from the boot. Yes, I did. I was just like, let me borrow a dress. He's coming to the hotel. You know, I'm going to go to the lobby for about for about 15 minutes. Um, and then after that, you guys come down. You know, I told her and my cousin to come down to the lobby like after 15 minutes. So I did. I went down to the lobby. But I want to know, would y'all have let me borrow the dress? Or would y'all have told me to take my ass down there in my own clothes? At this point, I'm like, obviously, there's something about him that I like for me to even consider hanging with him again or want to put on a dress instead of presenting my mask side to him. But hey, we're in another country and I'm sure we won't be seeing each other again after this. So it was more like, like, just enjoy the moment type thing. He was fun. He was down to earth. You know, he had this bomb accent. You know, he had me out here wanting to learn to speak French. And all I'm saying right now is we, oui, we. Oui. So... Around week four into my journey, I'm like, God, if you're going to send me a man, send one. He has to speak French and, you know, be from France. Because that bonjour, Jessica, como se va, can get me right out these Vicky secrets. And I won't even be sexy with it. I'm just like, here, they're yours. You know, I'm just jumping that bit. So I'm like, you know, God, if you're going to send one, send one just like that. You know, also I was at the point, like, God, for real, just let me know. You know, so I can prepare myself for whatever this outcome may be. A God was probably tired of me at this point because it was a part of my prayer every day. You know, I'm like, dear God, please let me know what it's going to be for me because I need to know. I think about uh, week five, I got my answer. So hold up. I got to stand up for this so I can get ready for uh, my praise dance because hallelujah, God is good and he is able. So I have been gay and I am still gay. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. Hey, all right, Saints. I hope you're still listening. Hope you didn't go nowhere. But I had to bust it down real quick for the one time. Um, but I did not want to be delivered. And I know God, and, and I know people uh, try and pray the gay away. But no, I'm over that stage of my life. I'm over here praying for the gay to stay. And if God is going to deliver me, deliver me from both. I'll be just fine. 
I definitely enjoyed my season um, slash time with a guy from France. Um, I had to let him know who I really was. And when I showed him a pic of my uh, mask aside, I think his whole soul left his body because his face was shocked as fuck. I'll definitely expand on another episode with how things turned out uh, with my Frenchie surfboard. There was a time I definitely considered having the best of both worlds, but I just don't feel like I have the energy or time to do so. I feel like it would have uh, been hard for me to juggle both and I would have to turn my closet into hers and him. Um, I got a little glimpse of it back in the day, but I know where my heart is and I wouldn't want to give, you know, someone half of me. You know, that also comes from relationships as well. Like, I'm not going to commit myself to anyone at this stage of my life if I know I'm not all in. Save ourselves the drama. So you get all, you get all or you get nothing at all. Uh, so my journey with my creator was all about bringing me closer to thee. I needed to strengthen my relationship, learn how to trust, and have my own faith. You know, I've been blessed and showed so much favor in life, but I haven't been consistent with returning that love and giving God all the praise. And God's brought me out of situations that only God can. And I know the storm, the last storm that I faced was having to let my career in law enforcement go. Now I ended up just mentally going down where I was depressed and having anxiety on top of some other things. Um, I just know what I was going through uh, was not right. And of course, I've never gone through anything like that before. And I had to make the choice, you know, it's either work or my health. And I had to choose my health. I'm thankful God brought me peace in the middle of that storm. I'm, I'm thankful for my therapist who helped guide me and who was just absolutely amazing. And honestly, I am forever grateful for him. Like also thankful for those people I surrounded myself with during that time. Uh, God was able to bring me out of that situation. And now I'm in a different career and doing so much better. Uh, this journey was about me putting God first and also living with gratitude and abundance, no matter how big or small the situation is. You know, and I'm going to make sure to be consistent and make sure God is a part of my everyday so amen hallelujah ladies i am still here so where are all the healed saints at and the key word is healed do not bring your unhealed asses over here because i don't want you uh, i want a lady that wears stockings rocks kitten heels and carries a mini bible in her purse pretty much i want a saint in the streets and it ain't in the sheets so where you at uh thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode uh, definitely give me feedback, um, and I hope y'all have a blessed day, and be blessed always. May your neighbors respect you, trouble neglect you, angels protect you, and heaven accept you.